Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be new types. That's it. That's it. Pretty good. Pretty good. Well done. Yeah. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Colin. Um, Opa Gundam style, everybody. Opa Gundam style. We have made it. Last time I recorded, I walked into the Temple of Time. I pulled the Master Sword, and I arrived eight years later, and in, in, in a brave new world. I got I got one extra year than Link did because I'm a new type and he's not. So, yeah. um, so one of us here has been here before, and that's me. I'm Max. I, I use he/him pronouns. Uh, now Max. I don't know who you I don't know who you two people are. Can you introduce yourselves to the audience, but mostly to me because we've never met and talked before? Uh huh. Uh huh. Um. Well, hi. Um. Nice to meet you, Max. My name's Sarah. Uh, I use she and also they pronouns, and um. I'm really happy to be here. Thanks. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Hi, Max, and hi, Sarah. It's good to meet both of you for the first time in my entire life. For, for the first time. Yeah. Um, my name's Colin. I use they, them pronouns, and I'm I'm very, I'm excited to be here. Hey, look, what a coincidence. I think we're all excited to be here in this space I've no, no, created the, for the us. The thing is, I have no idea where here is after three episodes of this show. Still don't know. Still very confused on that point. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's, I think it's really, it's really clear. We're in Grips, which is formerly, um, uh, 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 Green Oasis, which is, uh, a combination of two, uh, space colonies called Green O1 and Green O2. You know, it's, you know, what's confusing about that? It, it, it makes perfect sense, Sarah. <laughs> so you're telling me there's two of them? Two of them. Uh, so what, before we before we like start <laughs> our, our bit of discussion, um, while I Sarah, deal with that, hmm, keep you going? said du- you said duel, and I like just oh my podcast wires got immediately crossed and scrambled. <laughs> Eventually, I'm gonna like do all three in one, and it's gonna break my brain. What if the robots duel? Is the thing? I'm pretty sure that's just what G Gundam is. Okay. Okay, but what if what if they played card games though? I would like I would like to see it. What if what if they were like seven ancient Gundam artifacts? What if Gundam and Zaku played bridge? Huh. <laughs> I, not the most exciting card game, but I would still watch it. Uh, so Sarah, I'll mm. you, you introduced yourself. Uh, well, not first, but second. So can since since you're one of our hosts for Zeta, can you tell us like your history with Gundam and what Gundam adjacent activities you've been getting up to lately? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'll be quick about this. Uh, I started watching Gundam uh, at the start of this, the show of Wow, Cool Robot. Yeah, 15 said, weeks ago. 15 weeks ago, I said, wow, cool anime. This is the best piece of media I've ever seen. And then I made a cardboard Gundam. You became Gundam is the thing. Listen, when you love a robot very much, when you love a robot and you want to be that robot, you can just do it. It's your choice. It's it's you can simply decide to be the robot that you love, and it's a beautiful thing between human and robot, and and that's that's where I am. And yeah, that's that's yeah. That's I don't it. know why Amro. I don't know why Amro took the the better part of an entire anime series to become new type when you could he could have just decided to do it and become Gundam just by building his own. I mean, it took me fifteen weeks. We don't. How long does does the double seven to nine? To last 15 weeks something like that you a know a couple months it does i know it ends in like new year's day 0080 i think or there around like the beginning of the year so about yeah, the same I, amount I of think, time yeah i think it's like six months okay 
And hey, I think, I, I mean, I'm not sure, but I think you've gone through a little less trauma than Amaro has, Sarah. So you're coming out on top. Oh, yeah, we, we've been through some rough times, but, 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 <laughs> but Colin, tell us about. Yeah. Colin, you're the one who knows everything ever. Yeah, I can count the number of Gundams I haven't seen on one hand, um, which is wild, uh, because my my true Gundam origin story is that for many years, <laughs> Colin I, the origin, I hated all anime because of Gundam. Uh huh. <laughs> this is like back in oh, like the year 2000. Um, I was a big a big Robotech head, very into Robotech. Uh, and it, it came on as soon as I got home from school and then they pushed it to a earlier time slot. So I could not continue to watch Robotech and they replaced it with Gundam Wing. And I was very upset and I swore an oath of vengeance against Gundam and anime, uh, ever since. And that lasted a couple of years. And then I saw Cowboy Bebop and that was very sick. And then I got back into anime and I, I got into Gundam, um, yeah, uh, the the hmm, the thing I will say to people, I know people want to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna watch Gundam in order, which is a great thing to do apparently, but um, don't feel like you have to. Uh, I thought Gundam Seed was a prequel to Gundam for a very long time, just because I, you know, who watches things that makes in order? Sense. Yeah, it's good. Well, it, it, they planted the seed that grew into yeah. Gundam. Yeah, they planted the seed and it grew into a tree, and then uh, the the gun the Haro apples fell off of the uh, off of mm-hmm. the the tree, and Gundams came and picked them. And uh, yeah, that's the story of Christmas. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> beautiful story. I love it. Uh, Gundam related activities. I have Gunpla that is staring at me that I still have not started and it terrifies me. And also I've been playing a lot of maxi boost. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) I just call it boost. I, yeah, I, I'm, I still haven't finished my double O quanti. Well, I finished. I just got to put stickies on it. Yeah. I love, I I can count the number of Gunpla I have on one hand, but only if I use binary because I have like 30 of them. (laughs) I, I've been collecting Gunpla far longer than I've watched the show. I mean, that's because the first one I ever built was Ava Unit 1 back in, like, 2012 or 13. Okay. And and then it quite literally was Wow Cool Robot. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, there are some Wow Cool Robots, let me tell you. Yeah, the first ones I got were um, Red and, Red and Blue Frame Master A, and it just spiraled from there. Mm. Oh, yeah, Redistrate does have Big Sword, and that's very cool. Big um, Sword. Yeah. Blue has like very big wing turn into sword. Um, but we're not talking about we're talking we're not talking about <laughs> yeah. Seed. That's going to be in like four years from now. We're talking about Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. I hear it's good. <laughs> it it might be the best Gundam. It might it, it might just. I think we're going to find that out over the next uh, fifty. Two episodes or whatever, but I think it's a very, very good Gundam. <laughs> now, Sarah, are you good? Yeah, I took a big breath because I was about to very excitedly go, Zeta Gundam Moku Shiroku, but then I started choking um, and it kind of ruined the moment. Uh, and I'm still alive. I'm, I, I've died, but I'm fine. I'm alive. Yeah, that's, yeah you're, you're dead, but you're fine. But I think I also do, before we jump into the, to yes. the juicy waters of this ACAB show. Uh, really, the, the story of the first time I ever met Colin in person. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. I don't I don't believe I've heard this one. Have you famously seen Colin's beautiful Quattro Bagina cosplay? I have I have seen their beautiful Quattro Bagina cosplay, both in photos online and in person. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you were 
present. You are present in this particular moment. Um, because I get uh, we 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 met up to go to a con, which was NecoCon, which you can listen to the Pot of Greed sixty nine episode titled Hell. It's not episode sixty nine, sixty eight episode Hell. Um, and I, I I'm gonna get into my cosplay, and uh, Colin and I's mutual friend Fallon is gonna do my makeup. So I head over to to your hotel room, Colin, to to meet up with the gang, and I'd never like met you, or I think I met Roy and Fallon the night before, but I hadn't met you in person yet. We knew each other for like two years or something, but I hadn't actually met you. So I go over and I into your hotel room and I'm like, oh, hey, good morning. Nice to meet you. Blah, blah, blah. And then we start getting into cosplay. And I'm wearing white with Sean. Uh, Fallon's doing my makeup. And then Colin starts getting dressed in their fucking Quattro Bajina cosplay. But they only put fucking half of it on, right? <laughs> so I'm sitting in this hotel room and Colin just appears out of the like opposite doorway. And they're wearing, like, undies, a tank top, the fucking sunglasses, and the <laughs> Owen Wilson wig. Wow. And no more. And they just lurk there for, like, ten minutes. And just the raw sexual energy emanating from this is too much for me to handle. And, like, part of my brain fucking shut down. And I just... I just... I, th- I think that was my Gundam introduction. <laughs> Yeah, what 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 happened was you saw Colin and they said, "Hey, I just met you and this is crazy, but here's my Quattro. It's Gundam, baby." <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> I bought a Virgin Killer sweater <laughs> as a goof and figured I didn't have any uh pants to wear with it. Uh so I figured I'd throw it on. Not that you would. <laughs> yeah. I figured I'd wear it in the hotel room for a minute as a goof and then get into my real cosplay. And uh, I did not realize I dealt so much psychic damage to you, Sarah. I am very sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Look, there's no way it could have done as much damage to Sarah as three hours of karaoke did. You know, that is true. This 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 changed me as a person. Um, So, yeah, that's that's color to my opinions of. Uh, Quattro Bajina this whole time. Sorry, Bajina. Yeah, I think you'll find that all of that is incredibly accurate to the character of Quattro Bajina. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. He's just a funny guy. Should we talk about him? Yeah. Let's let's get into it. Let's get into it with Mobile Suit Gun or Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. I always forget to say Zeta first instead of at the end. Um, but we're we're jumping right in to episode one, the Black Gundam. Uh, now I am watching the sub. Sarah, you watched the dub, I believe. Yeah, I watched the dub. Colin, which one did you tell? Uh, I am also watching the sub, although um, all of my... Uh, it automatically starts dubbed for some reason, so sometimes yeah, I forget and I get a, like one. Yeah, not a fan of that yeah. VLC media player. <laughs> yeah. Of, of these episodes that I've legally obtained. <laughs> Listen, that's why I watched the dub, because I was like, mm, this is fun. I can't be yeah. bothered moving. I can live yeah. with this. So... The very first thing is that the show just, like, eradicates your brain with the opening. It's so good. Oh, God. Oh, it's so good. The opening is so good. Want to have a good time. Yeah. Although I guess it's I want to have a pure time, actually. And I just have, like, not realized that for my entire life. <laughs> what? Huh. What? Good what and pure. That, what does that Synonyms. I mean, it, it is the sign of Zeta. Um. Uh-huh. <laughs> pretty pure my favorite part of the opening is uh that we get to see like we see grown-up versions of the characters and you're like mm-hmm. okay okay and then there's just like three kids appear and then you realize that that's kika cut then you realize it's it's uh, like, ah, i cannot wait to see them 
I see I see a certain like gray haired man in the back and I immediately look away because I'm not ready to see him grown up yet. <laughs> like oh. everyone else looks the same pretty much aside from the babies. But like when I actually see grown up Kai in the show, I'm going to probably actually die for real. Uh, it's maybe one of the best moments in the show, I will say. Oh boy, I can't wait. Yeah. Because like the, the little shot of like grown up white base, it's only like a second in the OP and every time... Like I start with Kika Cuts and Let's and I'm like, yeah, and then like it's gone before so I haven't seen anyone else. <laughs> yeah, you like sort of you sort of it's just like tunnel vision. I'm just looking at my children. Oh, the babies. The babies. Um so yeah, the the, the show open the first note I have is hold hands. Fellas, is it gay to hold hands with your with your robots? <laughs> Absolutely. Do you not. construct intricate rituals to allow you to hold hands with your fellow mobile suits? It's and look, okay, I, I I'm not I'm not gonna play my hand just yet, but this is are a, you gonna this, hold it? This is a dead giveaway of as to whom Quattro Bagina is because we've seen another character do elaborate hand touching rituals in a mobile suit in the original Gundam series. Well, That's I think it's, I think it's really obvious who Quattro Bagina is because he says his name is Quattro Bagina. So that's you yeah, know, that's true. But, he, uh, it is who closed. he is. Case closed. <laughs> okay. But the thing is, I didn't hear that the first time. Mm-hmm. So he's char in my notes for the first three episodes, for like <laughs> the first two episodes. Because I didn't hear. And I was like, okay, so here's Char's here. Like, um, he's got like the little scar, every, like everything about, like every, the show, everything about the show's placement is like, this is Char. I didn't hear. So I was like, so when are we going to meet the different character of Quattropagina? Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like my hero had every single time a character shows up, it like does like a little title card for them and their powers. And it's just every single time you see him, it's like hastily scribbled out Char Asimov and it's just Quattropagina. It's like, oh, that's Quattro. And, and also like looking back, he has a red robot. Come on. <laughs> Listen, well, like the the trick for me, the trick for me was when like it was in like the third episode, and he get for the first time gets out of a robot and puts on the sunglasses and the absolutely sick popped collar sleeve the shack, and I was like, shit, he's been quattro <laughs> yeah. the whole time. <laughs> it was a sort of reverse reveal for you. Yeah, it was the first reveal. For me. Yeah, listen, I you y'all keep talking about this Char Asnabel fellow, and I don't know who that is. Um, listen, yeah. I I made a mistake. I made a mistake. He's Quattro. <laughs> never yeah. never so, met so, him in my life. Uh, it's Quattro, baby. <laughs> yeah, maybe 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 Colin, maybe you should just uh, watch Mobile Suit Gundam 0079. Maybe uh, do a little research before you come on the podcast. <laughs> no, no, but like, do, do, but just I just want you to know that if I say Char. That's it's a mistake that I've put down in my notes, and we can censor that, censor that out and put here. How about how about this, Sarah? I'm gonna, I want you to give me a nice, clean read of you saying the full name Quattro Bagina, and I'll do my best when I'm editing to cut out you saying Char and make you say Quattro Bagina. <laughs> okay, okay. Are you ready? Yes. Quattro Bagina. Perfect. That will. I I hope that this this will turn out good. We're already like. We're already going on some wild shit. Yeah, look at that series. Um, we haven't actually talked about the episode at all, and it's seventeen <laughs> minutes in. Yeah, why yeah, are the fine. robots? Why are the robots holding hands? Because I didn't write that down. Uh, um, and what are the robots? They're they're Rick Diaz's. Yes, Richard Diaz. Which I guess I guess Rick means space version because we had Rick Doms. Now we have Rick Diaz. Yeah. and then Diaz stands for dump truck ass. Uh, DS is actually, they're explicitly named after Bartolomeu DS, the uh, Portuguese oh. explorer that first went around the Cape of Good Hope. 
Yeah, thank you. Thank you for cutting into my <laughs> part a little bit of my end of episode <laughs> trivia. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I got a lot more. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. That's good. Um, they're holding hands, I guess, because they're approaching. Um, they're approaching space colony. They're approaching one of those big old tubes. They talk about how they survived the one year war, which was eight years ago, because it is the year 0086, right? Seven? Uh, it's 87, yeah. 87. Uh, and then we, we don't really get a whole lot from them. We just know that Quattro's other buddies are named Apolli and Roberto. Uh, and then it's time for them Taekwondo. Yeah. Get some powerful kicks. Just tossing yeah. people. Just, <laughs> just tossing people, just kicking. I got very excited when I saw people doing, like, judo moves, because I thought Haro, or not Haro? Hayato was going to be teaching judo. And I was like, oh, is, is he there already? He's not. Hayato would be such a good judo teacher because he's the smallest. Yeah. And he does judo, and he's really fucking shredded. Oh my god, imagine, like, when we see Hayato, he's just, like, completely yoked. Oh. He's, like, as wide as he is tall. Uh, you're not wrong. Uh. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I think Zeta's gonna be good. Um, so, yeah, there's a, you know, you know, yeah, my notes just say, blue hair Lisa Simpson moment here. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. there, there's a kid in this class, unlike the Lisa Simpson, Simpsons intro orchestra, he just kind of like swans on out of there. He's like, bye, I'm skipping class. And he's got blue hair and like a cute little sweater. He's serving. Yeah. And he is just running. He is just, he never stops running. He is just going as fast as possible. Uh- <laughs> he really doesn't. Yeah, he's trying. He's trying to set the the uh, what is it? The green bright, or the green Noah one five k record here. Yeah, mm-hmm. they really want but, you to know it's been six years. Animation technology has become incredible, and you can watch a blue haired boy run for just minutes. <laughs> yeah, we we put we pack twice as many frames into this run cycle. <laughs> the power of technology, but he's just he just he wants to skip practice. He says goodbye, Captain. He gets smacked, but he's like, whatever. See you, dude. I got a record to set. Oh, yeah. Uh, we see we see capital F friend show up. Uh, and, and hey, we learn he's Camille. Yeah. Okay. So um, when his friend shows up, uh, like he's running and then like her voice comes from off screen. And what I thought, because I was, I, I was like, oh, yeah, like Zeta has more like of a new type thing going on. I thought... That his friend was just like new type DMing him from like across oh, just, the side. Yeah, j- j- just sending him a Skype notification. Yeah, I was like, oh, cool. We just have casual telepathy in this show. But no, she's she's right there. Japan's across and like his mate is there. Yeah. Do we it, learn her like, name at any point? We learn her name like in the middle of the second episode. I think okay. it's Fa. Yeah. Fa. A long, long way to run. Fa. Yeah. Which is what Camille's doing. It's the sound of music. <laughs> yeah. Julie Andrews is piloting a Gundam. God, that would be sick, though. That would be really cool. Um, but they're going to the spaceport. He's just, like, peacing out. He doesn't want anything to do with the, this, like, training academy, I guess what it is. He, and I, I noticed that, like, we're getting a lot of, like, sort of Dutch angles. And I was like, everything's a Dutch angle when you're in a perfectly cylindrical colony. Yeah. Because of just, like, the natural curvature of everything. Yeah. It's just, I, I like that we're... You know, I like how spacey the whole thing is so far. Yeah, I, I've got down that, like, it's really cool that when he's running along, we can just kind of see the rest of the side, like, in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, it's side cool. in the sky keeps on turning. We love space. We love space. <laughs> we love space. Bo- we hate This Earth. boy loves space. Like, yeah. he's like a fucking train spotter for spaceships. <laughs> shuttle spotter. Yeah. He's a shuttle spotter. I Fa calls Camille and me personally out by saying biting his nails is a bad habit. 
me looking at my like half bitten nails on my hand. Well, sheepishly. I mean, maybe maybe that's that's because you're a new type, and that's it's that maybe it means y- Yoshikage Kira is a new type. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Never say to me those words. <laughs> um. So yeah, they take they take some really cool public transport up to like the spaceport. Yeah, I was a big yes. fan of this. It's cool. It's cool. I like how it just says we're not going to wait for the countdown anymore because like you're the only ones on the bus. We're just going to go. Yeah. It's like I like that efficiency. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good yeah. to me. The show wastes no time. It's all new types, baby. Oh yeah, they go out. They go out into space. Camille is spacing out, and then he sees like three little ah! blips. He sees three little blips, which are like the the Rick Diaz's. Uh, he gets that new type feeling, and then again, the show is doing a very, very good job of making making you absolutely sure that you are watching Quattro Pagina on screen and nobody else, <laughs> because Quattro Pagina gets the new type flash, and he thinks, "Could this be Amuro Ray or Lala soon?" And then at that point, I'm like, "Okay, yeah, all right, okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, all right." Listen, you know, famous famous war heroes, uh, Amuro Ray and Lala soon. Everybody knows them. They're they're on He's the just- Wheaties box. He's a really big fan. <laughs> he's just really trying to get their autograph. And that's what he's using his new type powers for. I think that uh, one of those autographs might be a little too hard to get. He has to go into the soup to get Lala's. <laughs> it's fine. Soup time. It'll just yeah, be a bit of a time. wet autograph. Um, but I, <laughs> he does. He also has a very familiar voice, but I can't think of what like anime series I've heard it in before. Um, hey, uh, you know, voice actors get around. They they get reused all the time. It's it's you know it's, yeah, it's yeah. whatever. It's Quattro Pacino. It, 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 it's like how every it's like how every Yu Gi Oh voice actor also voiced a Pokemon. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It, it, it's it's just it's just uh it's just Mawile we're hearing right now. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So like a, a Shara voice actor could also voice a Quattro. That doesn't make them the same character. Yeah. No, it just it just means that um oh, I I wrote down I wrote down the name somewhere. I can't find it in notes, but like. He has the range. His voice actor has the range mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. play two completely different characters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Camille and uh, uh, Fa, Fa. Uh, get to the spaceport. Camille does like fucking like yeets himself out of the <laughs> I love the it. Little he just bus. bonks him. Yeah. He bonks him head. <laughs> He's just so excited. They they name drop Bright Noah. Yeah. Captain think, Bright is here. I'm so happy about it. Yeah. And is is this when Camille's like, oh yeah, like I have his autograph. Yeah, he's a like, he's a fanboying over him. I mean, me too. There's like baseball cards of all the white base crew. <laughs> Yo, did you pull a you pull a super super rare bright in your gacha game that's <laughs> real life? Yeah, I got my UR bright. I need to I need to idolize him though. <laughs> I got I got my bright swimsuit edition. <laughs> <laughs> Do say to me the words bright swimsuit edition. <laughs> um, I think this is when Titans are introduced. Yes. yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It, it's Attack on Titan. It, it really is, because he does punch one of them. He yeah. does attack the Titans. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, um, our wonderful idiot boy Jared shows up and says, Oh, Camille, <gasps> that's not a boy's name. And just, you know, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> it's sort of, yeah, it, it, it's like it's like calling Josuke's hair dumb. It's just, it's Camille's sore spot. Listen, he doesn't like being misgendered. <laughs> that Please don't misgender this boy. Do not misgender the boy. He will punch you. He will attack on Titan. He's very good at punching and hurting. He does absolutely wreck these Titans. Like, he just... he He's doing so... Like, I was expecting it's like, oh, the Titans, you're like the badass greaser dudes of the colony. Like, I thought he was going to get, like, you know, held up against the wall and just, like, just beating the snot out of him. But no, he's just, like, ducking and weaving, beating ass. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. He does get held up against the floor... 
after yeah, mm, a wee yeah. while. Like, they, they eventually get their shit together, like, the fucking five of them, and they're like, alright, we can take care of this one mad teen. Now it's a fair fight. Yeah, and, and an MP is there, too. It's like, oh, very cool. I'm glad that... I mean, I... I'm glad that he's there to to really illustrate how ACAB this show is from the get-go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Camille gets like kicked in the head and he's having a shit time. Uh, but then we cut back to Quattro Bachina. Thank um, you. <laughs> I've got... I've got the word slime time written down, but I don't know why. His glue finger. The finger pops open and he shoots yeah. glue at some people who are just, like, doing their jobs, I guess. Because uh, he's sneaking into the into the, the colony. Mm, mm. One thing I really like about, like, they, they, you can tell they went ham on the mechanical designs in this show because, like, they're putting so much more thought into how the robots would work because when he does that, he, like his, like, pointer finger sort of, like, detaches and hinges down, mm. and he shoots the glue out of, like, where the like the finger would connect to the hand. So it's like, he's not, like, just blasting it out of his fingers. It's like, oh, this is, like, how you could feasibly make it work. Yeah. It's just cool. And, he, yeah, he does he does blast goo at some people, and he says, make sure someone finds you before you run out of oxygen. Thank you, Quattro. Yeah, he's nice. He's simply chill. I also, at this point, noticed that he's got, like, a little scar in the middle of his forehead. So I'm assuming something must have happened in his past that he got stabbed in the head, but I, I cannot fathom what he, that might be. He's a maybe, war hero. Maybe f- he's, a, he's a veteran. It could have happened at any point. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, maybe he just got, maybe he just, like, bonked his head on the corner of a wall when he was, like, running to get his food out of the microwave or something. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Must be it. I mean, I, I look, I have a scar on the side of my head from when I busted my head open when I ran headfirst into a metal corner of a wall. So yeah. it's not out of the question. <laughs> it can happen to you too. Yeah. Uh, so he's, and, and I realized at this point, this is literally like the beginning of Mobile Suit Gundam. Yeah. Just again, like they're sneaking on to a Federation like colony to do reconnaissance and maybe try and steal a Gundam. But this time it's ACAP. This time it's a cabin. This time the Gundam is black. Yeah, it's like if Gundam was goth. It is. It's literally a cop Gundam. It's a Gundam in cop colors. They painted the Gundam to be a cop. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Disgusting. A- it's a gab. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. I was the, I, the first thing I thought was all goths are bastards, and I was about to object. No. <laughs> it was a signed um, Gundam at birth. A signed Gundam at birth. Um. Yeah, I've got, like, there was a really nice touch because Quattro Bachina. And there's, sorry, censor that. Um, And there's um, the guards, and one of them has, like, space cigarettes. And he just, like, flicks one up, and it just, like, floats out of the pack. And I just thought it was a really cool, like, nice touch that they've got got cigarettes in space. Um, Yeah, that's important to have. Yeah. Yeah, and, and... the Quadro is doing like stunting through the corridors, and then he comes out into the uh, side. This this nasty ass like desert ruined trash colony place. You, you know what he's doing is whenever you're like you've got a really like hot Instagram account where you go to like derelict places and take it's ur- cool yeah, it's photos. urban exploration. He's doing urban exploration. You know the side is a jungle. That's that's Quadro's motto. Welcome motto. to the side. <laughs> Uh, so he, he's like, he has his nice, nice Polaroid, he's snapping photos, he sees, like, this big sort of battleship being worked on, he sees, um, some leggies sticking out of a hangar, it's probably not important. Feet! feet. Damn! It a Gundam and I got feet? <laughs> Damn. 
But when he's doing this, oh no, he gets buzzed by a big old cop Gundam. Says, get out of my way! <laughs> says, this is private property, you're trespassing. I mean, he is... Um, but yeah, they're kind I don't, of I like, don't. I don't respect property laws in space, yeah. thank you. Yeah, fuck that shit. Um, it's free real space. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, cuatro vagina. Running away, fuck, censor that. Um, and there's a really cool chase scene through the corridors, like with really cool music. The music is so good in this show. It's so funky. It's so synth. It's so eighties. It's delightful. It's really good. Um, that's all I have on that. Just I love the music. Music good. We um we cut to the other. We cut to Green Noah one because because Quattro is at Green Noah two. We cut to the, the main con area. People live here in Green Oasis. We see a Rick Diaz who's like fires out the cool camera on a string, uh, which is derived from the worm on a string. And they also see a Gundam being tested there. Yeah, this was why I didn't realize there was two of them. I thought they were just like different places on the same <laughs> two of them. side. Um, but it was very confusing. They did a really bad job of like establishing that there are two colonies here, and it it does kind of suck. But in oh well, you know, uh, we're getting we're getting some gun Gundam photos, so it's whatever. Yeah. I've I've got y'all to explain these things to me. <laughs> we're getting Gundam candidates. Yeah, <laughs> got this Gundam swimsuit Gundam, special. It's Gundam voyeur. <laughs> Uh, so then we cut to uh, Camille's in like a little interrogation room in the police academy. He's place. been arrested. Now, the cop here asks Camille uh, if he's ever watched Yu-Gi-Oh! Because he's like, hey, Camille, do you know of the AU? (laughs) (laughs) He really wants to know if Camille has seen that one uh, Space Base Alpha video uh, where they're, you know, they're all John Madden, John Madden, (laughs) AU, 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 AU. That's what that's what this everyone does in space. Yeah, so you know, Joey Wheeler must know about the anti-Earth Union group because he says it all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck Earth. All my homies hate Earth. Pretty much. Um, so yeah, Camille is just there. Like he's so mad. He's like in the interrogation room, like growling at this cop. Just hates <laughs> cops and being misgendered. <laughs> Camille's so cool. I love Camille. Camille rules. <laughs> Camille, he gives such a good first impression. Yeah. Like, like you know everything you need to know about him in episode one. It's great. Yeah. Um, we learned that he's, like, really good at stunts. Um, yeah. And then, like, you know, the, the cop who's interrogating him, like, says some more stuff about Ayug and how they, they hate Earth. All my homies hate Earth. Um, <laughs> yeah, Camille, like, vagues out and... He just he starts seeing space, like little or actual space. Um It's probably not important. He just really likes space. Alright. He's a space stan. I mean when I when I like zone out, I see bugs. This means I like bugs a lot. Doesn't like there's no any like sort of hidden important character meaning to that. Yeah, certainly I just um, like bugs. Uh, uh uh space expanding your con uh consciousness certainly isn't a thing that's you know has a precedence in Gundam at all. I'm sure it won't come up again. He's just tired. He says he's tired. He rubs his eyes a little bit and goes back to looking at that space. Yeah. Yeah. And as we all know, bugs can exta- expand your consciousness as well. You can become <laughs> a bug type. That's how yeah. bug types in Pokemon work. Um <laughs> God. Someone- that touched my heart. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Someone comes along and is like, oh, hey, your mom paid your bail and stuff. Um, Why does Camille punch a cop? Does he just hit them? I think I was looking down 
and I missed why he punches the cop. He just just says a cab, and it's like <laughs> fuck cops. Yeah, I I think either the lawyer here or the cops is like, if you were a space noid, you'd be held here for four or five days. And I think the cop is still just like sort of antagonizing him, just just being a real just being a real bastard. Just space cops fucking suck. And uh oh. Uh oh, what's that? Uh oh, <laughs> Gundam here. Gundam's here. Uh oh. <laughs> Somebody yeah. once told me Gundam busting it. <laughs> Jim Jared just busts through. Jim Jared busting through. Jared busted through. Speaking of cops sucking shit, Jared can't fly. <laughs> he just... Jared, oh my god, he's so bad at this. The fucking, you know, the Titans are overfunded. They're getting military grade technology from the Federation, and they don't have the fucking training to use it. They're just busting into buildings. And <sighs> this is shockingly on point modern commentary. Yeah, like like the you know the 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 Goth Gundam crashes into the fucking space cop precinct um and there's like a full like disaster scene like loads of people are injured everyone's like recovering all over the place like shit's it's going kinda on it's kind of scary it's pretty people scary. are on stretchers and stuff it reminds me of the first episode of mobile suit gundam where we see like the pile of dead bodies after like a stray beam shot hits the cliffside yeah like damn gundam i want to have fun but this time it's like only the titans were involved like no one else no factional is at play it's just them sucking yeah you can do it to yourself hey, yeah so but camille takes this opportunity to just like yeet himself out of here starts running he, he sees his he starts running he's like pushing by everyone he sees his mom you know who we do see we 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 see here he is. driving a car in the background it's so good he's just vibing he's here i love bright he's so chilling much in fuck what's this what's the side called again green noah too green noah green noah bright <laughs> I, guess, I guess it's named after him. Yeah. I mean, he's a war hero, so they probably got Amuro Ray Colony. Uh. I want to I live in Kai Shiden Town. <laughs> okay, okay, so 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 at this point, Jared says, like, an incredibly deranged line. He gets out of the Gundam and he says, oh, a written apology might not be enough this time. <laughs> like, dog! <laughs> Look, the, tit- the, the Titans have the Titan Union, and the Union lobbies to make them not responsible for any of their fucking crimes. <sighs> I hate cops so much. I hate cops. I hate Jared. <laughs> I love Gundam. I love <laughs> Camille. Um, Camille Stunton. <laughs> he, Cam- and this time Camille busting through, because like, there's like a little kind of blockade, uh, and he just drives straight through that blockade. Um, at this point, I like, where... Where is he going? Like, he's just kind of running just because? Like, yeah, he's trying to get away from the police, but, like, does he... Does he... This was kind of my my uh, introduction to, like, Camille's character, where he's just fucking going. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he really thinks it through, especially, like, when he does basically escape and then decides to just jump out of the car and let the car drive across the big bridge. And I don't know where he thinks he's going after that. He's just stunting for the sake of stunting. It's great. <laughs> I, th- I think I think he just has anxiety. Yeah. I mean, at some point, haven't we all just like had to go out and just drive or walk or run somewhere and just like think about what happened afterwards? Just be like, oh, that was weird. Yeah. Look, it happened. Yeah, that happens to the best of us. <laughs> but, but he drives the car. The, the car's going off the bridge. He's like rolling down the grass. He's just still just like. Uh, what's going on? He's freaking out. And then the final scene of this episode, we sort of pan uh, to this asteroid that the Rick Diaz's are. 
asses are. They they fire a flare out of their cool like finger knuckle gun to signal the Argama to help, and it just uh, it just sort of blasts a hole into the colony. It's fine. So yeah, so like I've got written down the Argonaut. So is that the name of Quattro's house? The Argama, right? Yes. A R G A M A. Okay. Quattro and the Argonauts. Yeah. I'm just writing this because like, like I didn't know that, like either they like don't name things or they're very these are a very confusing set of two episodes and that is like my (laughs) one objection to them because i don't have a fucking clue what's going on it is throwing a lot at you (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. episode two departure Mm. so yeah we, we see the thing happen again colony gets blasted once again, Quattro hears the new type flash and he thinks about Amuro Ray or Lala soon. I don't know how he knows so about these people, but he does. with Amuro. Oh my god. <laughs> he, uh, he hears breathing. He's like, is that the, is that the breath of my boyfriend, Amuro Ray? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know why. I, I, I guess Amuro Ray started dating Quattro after the one-year war. Yeah, you know, it's it's been it's been a couple of years. They could have met somewhere, you know, online. Yeah, or, they, they you drifted know, apart and then, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he hears, he hears Camille's breathing. Like from space. From space is probably nothing. DM. Um, it's pr- it's probably nothing. Yeah, space. Sp- Camille's just running. He gotta go fast. Uh, gotta go. Way sp- past cool. G- gotta go wherever. Uh, we learn about how Titans are like elites from Earth who hate hate Zeon shit. And they're like, we gotta get rid of the last part of Zeon. Uh, I think that's when we learn this. Yeah, it's just like the the, the Titans were basically, the, you know built to take down the remnants of Xeon and then they got way too much like I guess funding and power and uh oh it they're like sort of like the the fascists now. Oops. Oops, oops we have confronted the police and now they're fascists. <laughs> ah beans, we invented the police again. Aw oh, man. Ah oh, dang it, I thought we'd fix this when we left her. Oh we invented oh, the police darn. and we gave them Gundam and, you know, that's terrible. <laughs> Nothing bad could possibly come of this series of events. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um uh, this was the point at which I learned that Jared, aka the guy that Camille punched last episode, was the pilot of that Gundam that crashed. Don't know mm-hmm. how you guys knew that, but good for well done for paying attention, I guess. Um, Bright's here. Bright's here. He looks exactly the same. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> like, literally, he, he is he is as old as I am right now. He's twenty seven years old right now, and he looks the exact same as he did when he was nineteen. I mean, so do I. Like, what are you complaining I about? Get, I guess, oh yeah, his sideburns are like a little bit fuller, but like, I, I, something I love about the gun, about the Gundam, about the show is that like characters are drawn differently. Like everyone doesn't have the exact same homogenous art style. Like the way they drew Bright and Mirai's eyes were different. Yeah. And the way they drew like Hayato's eyes and the way they drew Amuro's eyes. It's just, I like that. I like that they're making characters sort of have their own like distinct visual design to them. Yeah. I like Bright. Bright's cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, Charter's boys are in the colony in Gundams, and we find out that they're here to steal one of the cool new goth Gundams. Yeah, I look, I would. I want one. <laughs> yeah. They're cool. He just wants a goth GM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> one of them, um, like, let's see, Quattro, Quattro says something that's like, when will the Federation realize that this is not a part of Earth? I guess because they're like, you know, the Titans overreaching their uh, authority or whatever. Uh, who? Oh, God, what is it? So the, the the Federation, I think it's Emma of the Titans or someone is thinking like, is that the Red Comet? 
because yeah. they see the Rick Diaz's and they see one of them is red and literally only one person in the entire Universal Century timeline pilots a red robot. There's only one red robot. <laughs> they only yeah, the, make the one. Two, the two red robots that we see fighting in like the next episode, those are actually the same. Those are one robot. <laughs> it's it, it's like the single electron theory. It's one red robot moving very fast, yeah, being yeah, in yeah, all yeah, places yeah. at yeah. once. Um, and yeah, it's, it's Highlander. They... <laughs> So they they send out like uh, more mobile suits to like repel the the Quattrone yeah. squad. Um, These gyms look better than the gyms in 0079. I thought they were like a bunch of like OG Gundam models, like that they just kind of made some more Gundam Gundams. No, because they have the same face as the gym. Mm-hmm. But the, I, I guess that's why I is, like them better because the they look more the like. The thing Gundam. is, like I'll I will say one thing. That will mm-hmm. be in, in, indisputably determined that these are OG Gundam models, and they've got red feet. <laughs> Damn, they are Gundam and they got red feet. GMs would not have red feet. Only Gundam has the red feet. Uh, they are in fact GM twos. So they are they they took the Gundam feet and they put it on the gym, and and now we got red feet. That, that's the only upgrade. Like mechanically, it's the exact same as it was <laughs> yeah. eight years ago, but the feet just make the whole difference. <laughs> Yeah, listen, gotta get those stabilizers. You gotta get, look, when you when you make your outfit, the thing that really does tie it all together is shoes. The gym walks out and is like, do I want to wear, do I want to wear my Tims or do I want to wear my checkered Vans today? And that really decides how you're going to do in combat. Yeah, it really does. It really does. So yeah, it kind of starts raining Gundams as uh, Quattro just like wrecks shop. I... What you, Colin? You said this is six years later, like in real life. Uh, it's yeah, it's um. Well, no, wait, it's it's oh? eight years after 0079, but it's because it's in 0087. But this was actually made like it animated in 1985. So I don't know why they chose to like shift the years or whatever. But yeah, wait, no, yeah. I mean, I would. I'm just saying because like it's six years makes a. <sighs> big difference in like the quality of the animations i guess they also have more of a budget because pe- they saw how successful the original series was but like the fights look good yeah <laughs> everything mm. looks so good in this show well it's i guess it's also is this after akira come to think of it because that's kind of like akira is, is when akira people realize 84? that oh 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 akira's yeah. uh two yeah t- uh, 88 so oh like, no Ak- akira was two years after this okay Akira's yeah. 1988 yeah um I think uh, they just learned how to animate in the '80s, and also lots of money showed up. Uh, <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if there's a correlation. There. It's yeah. amazing what people can do when they're like paid fairly and properly. Huh. I'm looking directly into the camera right now. <laughs> do you think this means anything? <laughs> yeah, I've also got my notes in my notes that. Uh, sorry, you're gonna have to censor this one. That says, "Do you think Char is really satisfied at getting to just like wreck twelve Gundams at once? I'm sure he loves it." Oh, it's probably great. He's probably so happy. He's like, oh, the turntables. <laughs> Fucking getting him. Um, we learn that Camille's dad is Franklin, who was like some blonde guy we saw earlier. Yeah, he he looks like his Camille's mom looks exactly like Camille. The same sort of like curly-ish blue hair, and Camille's dad is like some blonde schlub. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So Cam- Camille breaks into the the like place where the 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 Gundams are being developed. They like let him mm-hmm. in because they're like, oh yeah, his dad works here. Like it's fine. I'm sure he's just here to 
I don't know, not do any crimes and not steal any guns. He's not going to cause mischief. He's not going <laughs> to cause gonna get, mischief. He, he wouldn't possibly get in the damn robot. He would not possibly get in the damn robot. It, it's always sunny title card appears. <laughs> <laughs> Camille gets in the damn robot. Um, I, I, l- I think it's very <laughs> funny because... Um, he gets into the like the shed that the big robot is in there, and like Bright is there as well. The whole time Bright's yelling at him to like stop doing this thing you're doing right now, child. <laughs> He's like, "Do not let that teenager get on that robot. I've seen this happen before. <laughs> it just keeps happening. We have adults to do this now. We don't need child soldiers. Please, teen, get out of the robot." <laughs> uh, h- how old is Camille, Colin? Uh, who? Um, sixteen, I think. Um, okay. a year older than Amaro, so I'll allow it. Sixteen's the right age that you should be when you're piloting a giant death machine robot war is bad thing. It's, it's fine. It's, it's it's robot puberty. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Just like Jojo. You get tires in your shoulders. <laughs> um, oh, he's actually 17, excuse me. Wow, okay. Yeah. Nearly there. Yeah. Just 17. I mean, I, I still think 18 is maybe not the right age to be piloting a weapon of war. I don't know if there is a right age for that, but better than if he was 15. I will say this. Yeah. <laughs> So, he, yeah, he's so stubborn getting in the robot. Bright, like, thinks to himself, uh, be, like, he's just like Amaro. Bright spends these enti- the entire rest of these episodes being like, oh, it's happening again. It's happening again. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets all this, like, this horrific flashback. Yeah, at, at this point in the show, this is like, you start with Zeta, and at this point, you pause Zeta, you watch the entirety of, of 0079, and then you continue this episode, because it was actually just, like, a flashback in Bright's mind when he saw Camille get in Gundam. <laughs> But one thing I love is that he gets in it and the cockpit sort of fades away. So you see the whole surroundings and it's just like Camille in the driver's seat. So it's like you can show them in the robot, but also show what's going on outside. That's a cool little touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They they finally invented VR. <laughs> they did it. Um, we learned that Camille steals military grade data like for fun. I I love this boy so much. I love government hacking cop hating listen he's just like i hacked like the schematics for this robot from my dad's laptop like fuck yeah dude fuck yeah (laughs) it's so good so someone someone else comments it's like oh the red comet's back i guess red mobile suit yeah everyone like all the people outside of bright and emma in the hangar think that it's jared in the mark ii like mark Mark ii number three is what he's in right now because it has a big old three on the shoulder yeah yeah he he finally stands up after like a, a very long scene of him just like just, like stubbornly sitting Gundam up, so just like pokes his head through the roof of the hangar, <laughs> and then and then Camille's like, "I'm I'm the bully now." He targets the MP. Um, I don't remember if it was the one in the police station or it was one of the the MPs that was like taunting him earlier, and he's like, "I'm big Gundam now." And he starts like firing at the ground near him. This kid stole a robot just so he could bully a cop. Yeah, um, it turns out that, uh, you know, stomping around next to a, a person in a giant robot is, in fact, direct action, and it rules. <laughs> I love yeah. this boy so much! It, it's a moral requirement, really. <laughs> but he he, do, he does the dang thing. Like, it's this whole really weird standoff, because at this point, there's, like, the number two Mark II Gundam there... There's the Rick Diaz and well, there, there's Quattro's Rick Diaz and a regular one, and then Camille's like, "Yo, I'm on your side. Check this out." And he like open palm slams the other Gundam into the <laughs> hangar. <laughs> like, just no rules. 
fucking in this boy's head. He's just like, hey, fucking Antifa shows up. Guess I'm with them now. It's such, I, like, I didn't, I, I, I did not know, like, obviously I don't know what happens in Zeta because I haven't seen it before, but, like, I knew basically nothing about the actual premise of the show. And the fact that, like, it's just Camille joining, like, the, like, like basically space Antifa is like, <laughs> oh, Zeta's good. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he he sees the Antifa super soldiers show up and he's like, yes, I would like to join them and not go to prison for stealing a cop car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Just as promised, Antifa super soldiers. Yeah. They finally showed up. They they, they went to space instead. <laughs> um, yeah, um, we do get like a little scene of like, uh, Fa is over at Camille's house. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like a Gundam falls on the house. Yeah, it's, she's like, I don't know if he's going to want me to take this, uh, the, the Homo Avis trophy. And then, like, oh, doesn't matter anymore. His house is gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think, uh, like, Camille says this as well. Like, he joins Antifa and he's, like, flying over the side. And he's like, oh, fuck, that's my house. It's been destroyed. Um, yeah, he, see, he sees Fa and, and Quattro's like, you coming? And he's like, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> like, he, he and, and by the way, the whole time this is happening, um, Camille in the in the number three Mark II and one of the other soldiers in a regular Rick DS are like holding the Mark, uh, the number two Mark II Gundam. Like, they're like holding it with like the arms over their shoulders, yeah. like it like sprained its leg in a football game <laughs> or something. They're just taking I guess that's how you would do it, but it's just funny. Yeah, yeah. They're, you know, they're taking him home like he's their drunk friend. Yeah. Like, out of the club. <laughs> it's Weekend at Gundams. Weekend at Gundams. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I, I really like how, you know, Quattro's like, hey, do you think we can trust this guy? Like, huh, seems fine. Come with us, kid. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you joined the club. You're so cool. You punched a cop. You, like, shoved a Gundam into a building. Let's hang out with you. Yeah. And they're, they're right to trust him. They're right. And... Oh, I, I think now we cut over to a normal scene with a normal guy, Basque. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I don't think I like this guy. He looks like a literal toe. He <laughs> he looks like uh, he's made of fungus. <laughs> yeah. He's a thumb thumb from Spy Kids. He looks like if you took like the the peanut putty out of the peanut shell and just put it on there and then put tiny red sunglasses on it. <laughs> He's got a uh, Daguanzabi potato disease. <laughs> he looks like a half defrosted slab of meat <laughs> with the Eggman glasses. I hate this glasses. guy so much. <laughs> he looks he looks like Eggman's shitty cousin. He looks like he left Eggman out in the sun for too long. <laughs> This is like Eggman's like jock older brother that joined that, that became a police officer so that he could so that he could beat people up exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and guess who he beats up? Oh, I don't like this scene. Oh I, yeah. Okay, because okay, the listeners, Bright is here. Bright is like I I I don't even know, but like Bright gets Bright gets slapped, and the first time Bright got slapped, and I was like, "Hey, Bright, how does it fucking feel to get slapped, bitch?" And then, it, like, it just <laughs> it just kept happening. happening. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, because, like, Bright shows up and he gets slapped because he they, he let Gundam get stolen. Uh, but then they're like, yeah, okay, we're going to we're gonna take control of these colonies. We're going to wipe out Ayug. And Bright's like, no, you can't do that. It's going to make everybody matter. And then they're going to help Ayug anyways. And they just start beating the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they don't have an ideological answer, so they just turn to violence. Yeah. 
I also noticed in this scene that the like the Titans little logo, you know the Titans famously for like destroying all remnants of Zeon. Um their little logo the is just Titans. like two wee wings. I, I don't know, it's just kind of uh, very similar to the the It Zeon reminds me of something I can, yeah. I don't I just <laughs> It's kind of hard to put my finger on it. Hey, um, do you, you know, do you get it? Uh, uh, maybe, maybe like, you know, patriotic police states just love putting eagles on things. <laughs> huh. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. So it's, and, and, and this is also like refreshing too, because the, I use the term loosely, quote unquote, the bad guys in 0079 were like this entire military state principality. But now it's just like the good guys who have corrupted and turned evil and like became fascist themselves. It's like, oh, this is pretty cool, actually. <laughs> So, yeah, like, Emma's there, and she, like, sees this happening and does nothing. Thank you, Emma. Very cool of you. <laughs> we cut over. They're flying out, uh, the Rick Diaz's, and, I oh, God, I, it's so hard not to say Amaro, <laughs> and uh, Camille. And they have to, like, fly out of the big sticky hole. Uh, Quattro says, don't, or, yeah, Quattro says, don't touch the space cum on your way out. <laughs> and then, yeah, Sarah? Yes, fine. Keep yeah. going. So, they're, they're, they're flying out, they're flying out, and... To sort of hammer more the point home of why the Titans aren't that great, um, they're using Zaku's now. So these, uh, this technically mm-hmm. isn't a Zaku; it's a Hizak. Right. So we can say hi and wave at them when we see them on screen. <laughs> when, when I see my when I see my cousin who lives in Georgia, I say hi, Zach. Uh, but that does. I think that is supposed to be a shortened form of like high perform uh, high performance Zaku. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's it's a Zaku they tuned up. I guess they they were a lot lying around after the end of the war. So they're like, yeah, sure, we'll use them. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, they look sick. They look like Zaku's, but cooler. Yeah. More spikes. Yeah. Just add more spikes. Just yeah. add spikes. Just add spikes. It's all you need. Put a put a spike on it. Like if you see anything in real life that says high performance on it, that just means there's spikes on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's like putting it's like putting like those fake sort of. Um, uh, engine vents on like the front fenders of your car it makes it go faster it's the same thing yeah. mm-hmm. at this point I do want to give a shout out to 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 Quattro for like because mm-hmm. at the end of episode one he would like blew a hole in the colony and I was like oh my god did he just try and destroy that colony but they just did that to get in and when they leave again they fix the hole with the slime yeah yeah that's so nice he, he's not just like a crazy dude blowing up colonies he's just like no it's just like Get the Gundam and leave. We don't gotta hurt people. They closed the door on the way out. Yeah, I mean, so so polite. This is just more evidence that this is Quattro Pagina, and Quattro Pagina is not Char because I mean, he's he's not committing war crimes. He's wearing a right. spacesuit. Well, well, of course we. He's not Char because his name is Quattro. Pagina, yeah, yeah, yeah not exactly. Char yeah. <laughs> completely different. Yeah, I mean, it's not like Char had any kind of history of just kind of like arbitrarily changing his name and identity to like fit in with some kind of ideology. So this is definitely Quattro Pagina. Yeah, it's a new character. <laughs> new character. Why, why would why would they bring up back an old character for the new series? Yeah. We've never seen it. It's any. a direct sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Bright Noah was cloned. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, they're fighting though. Quattro is like easily taking out uh, the Hyzaks, which is really cool because it's like, yeah, of course he knows how to take them out really easily because like, you know, I mean, not because he's trained for it. Yeah. Obviously, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the, Ar- the Argama provides some cool covering fire. It blasts some of the Hyzaks away. We okay. I love the scene that happens here with Camille in the cockpit. Yeah, this like cowboy fucking bebop style smooth space jazz. 
It slaps. It, it's 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 so good. Like there's air leaking out because he got hit with a bullet oh, from yeah, yeah, the yeah. Argama. Camille's trick. Yeah. Camille's trick. He's so smart boy. He, he like digs his hand into his shirt and pulls out a handkerchief and like just lets it go and it sort of floats into the hole and you know this fabric will seal up a a, a, a hole in the vacuum of space. I guess it's the future. Or I mean, the past like or the whatever, thing is, so it's fine. The thing is, mm-hmm. fabric is amazing and could do that. Yeah. Um. You would know better than I. I'll <laughs> defer to your knowledge. <laughs> and I just like Camille's like in the cockpit of Gundam, just like being in space, and like he loves it. He loves space. There's something very nostalgic about this, is what he says, because he dreams of space every day. Yeah. Every night I dream of space. Every night I dream of space. And that's episode two. <laughs> that's episode two. Yeah. Colin, you get to tell us the title of episode three. Um, oh boy, I don't know it off the top of my head. Uh, hold up, <laughs> let me look it up. Uh, uh, da 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 da. Uh, episode three of Zeta Gundam. Uh, uh, inside the capsule. There we go. Oh yeah. Uh, What's in the capsule? What's in the capsule? It's fine. We'll find it's out. Nothing bad. It's fine. It's fine. Well, I'm pretty sure what's inside the capsule is uh, something similar to a bomb, but we'll 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 get to that in a bit. Yeah. I think yeah. it's. I don't know why it would be anything inside else. Inside the ca- it's monsters. It's capsule monsters. We're here again. I was going to say it's ibuprofen for my aching muscles. <laughs> <laughs> my muscles. My muscles. My muscles. Uh, hey, Luna Two. Luna Two. We're back. They kind of like they explain. They actually explain what Luna Two was, which was quite nice because like this is. They never did that. They never bothered doing that in 0079. They're just like, huh. <laughs> Yeah, they said, we're here now. <laughs> we mind it, and now it's a space base. Cool. Yeah. That is that is a nice thing about Zeta is really, you know, obviously we've all watched 0079. If you hadn't, you should, you should go watch 0079 and then watch Zeta. Yeah, I don't know why you're but here. But, like, if it ever brings information from, like, 0079 into Zeta, it, it does a pretty decent job of, like, explaining it so that you, it just doesn't assume that you know what Luna 2 is. It does assume that you know what uh, Green Noah 1 and 2 are, but, you know, that's new information, so it, that's whatever. <laughs> Green Noah right, right, 1 right, and right. 2 are, like, the two clones of Bright that we see in these episodes. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're green because they're made of plant material. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's ecologically sustainable. It's a bright future. Yeah. yeah. It's a bright future. <laughs> hey, so I literally screamed out loud in my voice with my throat when I saw Bright get out of the elevator. Yeah, he looks like shit. Yeah. Not good. He's been fucked up. He's been hit by a bunch of space fascists. He's got 30 million plasters all over his face and bandaged on his body because he's been fucked up by uh, 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 t- Titan, Titan, by fascists. Yeah. By fascist, and he has to like talk to Basque like it was normal, and like salute him and everything. Uh, it's like I don't like I don't like to see him do this. Yeah, it's sad. There's, there's, there's fucking like one of the one of the other Titan guys like fucking comes up and just like jokingly punches him as in the stomach, and is like, "Oh, does it hurt? Does it hurt, Bright?" And like this, stop bullying my dad. As as respect, Bright. Very few left. Listen, you know we've got to radicalize Bright somehow and uh, get get him uh, over to the Antifa. You know, how is that going to happen this, this, unless yeah, he gets beat up by cops? <laughs> There's no other way. <laughs> but, yeah, so so um, Bask is talking. He's like, thank you for coming all the way to Grips. So I guess Grips is uh, Green Noah 2, I believe. The nasty junk part of the colony where they were, like, developing uh, the battleship-looking thing and the Gundam R2s. 
and he's like, uh, so there's a character who's named Admiral Hyman. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he's just, he has to give a letter to him. It says Hymem <laughs> in my subtitles, but on the wiki it says Hyman. So don't know why that's the name. You know what? You know what really? My problem, my, so far, my problem with Zeta, apart from it being really confusing, um, they start, like, fucking, what's his face? Jordan starts bullying Camille for having a girl's name. Mm-hmm. In a Gundam show, where everyone's <laughs> name gu- is fucking Hyman and is, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah where, where people's name is, like, Beef Shanks. <laughs> like, fucking Denim. Yeah. Yeah, C- Camille, get a man's name, like, Blue Jeans. <laughs> yeah. It would make more sense if people got made fun of for having, like, normal names like Bob and Jeff. That's actually why Jared probably makes fun of Camille, because Jared has a very normal name and has probably been Right, he's very insecure. It. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's spelled with an I. It's it's spelled G-E-R-I-D. J, J-E-R-I-D. So that's why... It's like he's not made fun of. If it was a normal way of Jared, oh, oh, it'd be awful. <laughs> because I'm watching uh, the dub and I don't have subtitles, like I've, you know, I'm free to make up all the spellings for all the names by myself, uh, and I will continue to do so. So Jared is just spelled like normal Jared name. Shout out to Jared well, if you're listening. Thank you, Jared. Hi, Jared. Uh, so we cut to the Argama, which is just white base two. Yeah. Which is, it's a, it's cool though. It's like a sort of like lounge on the inside. I feel like they have these nice like sort of leather looking just like sofas everywhere. They cut, they cut to like inside. And at this point I realize who Quattro is and I say, oh yes. fuck. Um, but they're Uh-oh. also just like sitting in a lounge <laughs> and behind them there's like a little sign that's like coffee bar. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Yeah. You gotta get your space cafe on the Argama. Yeah. Hey, what if it was the Argarma? <laughs> you know, maybe Quattro named it that. Yeah. He had to remember his ex, who he definitely, definitely didn't murder in cold blood. Yeah, because Char did that. This is quite yeah, a should, yeah. Right. Char did that. Right. Yeah, my mistake. <laughs> they, look, they, 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 they both are blonde, and I only have room in my like mind buffer for one blonde character. Yeah. Uh huh. So they're just, they're fighting for attention. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you've only got room in your mind for one blonde character, you're gonna have a little bit of difficulty with the show. Yeah. <laughs> I love Quattro's blonde beard boys so much. Oh, they have the sickest outfits. They are my new favorite boy band. They're they're the best. I do really appreciate that because Quattro doesn't have a beard, he just took that amount of hair and then just added it to the back of his mullet because yeah. it's just it's fantastic. <laughs> this guy weighs an extra five pounds with his hair. <laughs> he's got like whenever he takes off his space helmet, he's got like a Finn Adventure Time style hair where it's just like it just goes nuts. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, so yeah, they're all just kind of sitting down in the Argama? Is that what it's called? Yeah, The Argama, Argama. yes. Um, and Camille is like, yeah, so like, I've read all the secret Antifa pamphlets that are distributed around my home city, whatever it's called. Um, uh, I don't remember. I'm, this is me just having difficulty remembering the names of anything. Noah. Noah. <laughs> Noah, um, yeah. Noah, comma, dim. Um, yeah, and he's just like, guys, I'm ready to join Ayug. Sign me the fuck I up. I read The Legend Let's of Honor Array. Let's do it. Let's kill the fascists. And at that point, like, we, we see uh, the Titans on Luna 2, like, mobilizing to get them, to attack them. We get, like, a, like the scene sort of cuts back and forth a lot. We see Quattro and his boys in the elevator, and they're asking him, like, you think that kid's a new type, right? And he's like, yeah, probably. Because of course he's a new type. This is Gundam. Yeah, Kotra's yeah. just like, yeah, we've been you. He's probably like Amuro Ray, a man that I've never met. 
Never, ever, ever. He just he's heard the legends. Yeah. Everyone knows Amro, right? But we, we, we get a, a short little scene here. Quattro talking to Camille. He's saying how they're building a battleship on grips. The Gundams like are still using sort of like old armor technology. And Camille says his dad is planning to incorporate Xeon tech into the next iteration of the Gundam to make the armor better. I guess like that's, you know, the main reason why they're building new Gundams here to make them stronger. They can do kill and fascism better because that's what Gundam's for. And and then the Titans fly out. And at this point, I have a note. I love the way the mono eye camera looks now where it has like a sort of crosshair on it now. Mm. Which I, I guess it's like the same thing that we sort of were seeing with like all of Xeon's mobile suits where it has, you know, the eye looks around. But in this, it looks like a ball, like on a track on their face. And I think I like it a lot. Yeah, like the extra little greebling is just really, really nice to look at. Mm-hmm. Just I, the new robots, they just, they, oh, they had the, I like They robots. had the budget to put extra lines on the robots and it's good. <laughs> they did. Um, so, the, yeah, the Titans finally make it to the Argama. They, they see a ship and they're like, whoa, did they build out themselves? Because they expected them to like have been using stolen Federation ships. Because they figure they're just like, you know, a rogue faction of people who used to be part of the Federation. Yeah. We're fighting against them. And I think I think I, this is where they're like, oh shit, that's Ayug? Ayug! 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 We're going to have to do this for the next 18 episodes. I'm very excited yep. for it. Um, we meet uh, Camille's parents. Camille's parents are mm-hmm. here. They're super God. divorced. Oh, oh yeah, this is a rough scene. Uh. Um, yeah, but they're they're also like, oh, I I can't believe our son said fuck cops and then ran away and stole a Gundam and joined Antifa. <laughs> I can't believe our son made an angry Facebook post arguing <laughs> with his uncle over the election results. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we get the bad divorce scene. Ugh. Why don't you ask Margarita about it? What? So it's, it's yeah, and I don't know if they say it in the dub in the sub, like his his mom is talking about like it's like you don't care about you don't care about uh, Camille, you care more about Margarita, this other woman. Oh yeah, I think she says like about like the affair you're having. I don't think she says the name of whoever it is. Okay. Um. And then and then he and then he slaps her. It's it's great. It's fine. It's, it's a very very normal thing to see. Listen, they've, they've, they're in space. You can overfund the police, and you can have that result in domestic abuse. It's fine. Yeah. Um. Ooh. What happens next? Uh, Quattro is fighting someone. I don't know who yeah, that the... person is. Um. That's uh, uh, Leela, right? Is that her name? Um. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They they say your name in the beginning of this episode. Um. Wait, I thought yeah, something like that. I thought Leela was the like ginger girl who like helps Camille get a spacesuit and stuff. No, no that's that's Rekawa. That's that's um yeah, that's uh, um that's a uh, uh, famous Sound of Music actress. Uh, um, <laughs> Dame <yeah>. Julie Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so Quattro's fighting. Um, the the other red robots, the pretenders to the throne of the red comet, they're called Gallbaldies. Okay. I I like the name. It's like they're you know, they're gallbladders. Yeah. But bald. I'm glad that they they kept the the tradition of giving robots like the most batshit names in the series. <laughs> Nothing like a little Gabaldi. Ah, Gabagool. <laughs> um. But yeah, he's fighting. is really cool. Um. The the other two like blonde beefcakes who I don't think they've been named yet. Yeah, do you know their names? Called? Um, uh, no, not off the top of my head. Uh, they're okay. you know they'll be around for a while. Uh, one of them is in okay, my cool. notes as porn star Abraham Lincoln. 
Yeah, okay. He has like a Mormon uh, uh, or uh, an Amish beard. Yeah. And, yeah. But he's just like blonde and shredded and like has like the fucking Hollywood orange tan. They both do. Yeah. Um, Space Hulk Hogan. Yeah. So I've got I, Porn Star Abraham Lincoln and then like California Hunk 2. Um, they're talk- I wasn't paying attention to what they were talking about because I was just kind of like wicking out over their aesthetic and like extremely cool outfits. Um, they look pop collars and no sleeves is the only look from now yeah. on. Um, just like you don't need legs in space, you don't need sleeves either. No sleeves in yeah, space. exactly. And also no gender in, in, in space. space. There's no gender in space. In space, you're covered like there's stars all around you. The sun is literally always out, so the guns should literally always be out. <laughs> Listen, that's why it's called Gundam because they're always out. That's why it's called Gundam. Because you see the guns on these space hunks and you go, damn! You go, damn! <laughs> hey! Uh, we, I, on, on the bridge here, um, I think Rekoa is like telling... Um, Rekoa and one of the Abraham Lincolns is telling the other to wear a normal suit. Oh, yeah. And he, he says, I just plan to not get hit. It's like, I love that. I love that Shar Asimov logic here. Yeah. I won't need a normal suit if I never get hit once. It's my choice. Yeah. You can just choose not to do it. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Emma comes to call, you know, at Quattro's house. She rings mm-hmm. the doorbell and she says, "Hello, I am here to negotiate for the return of the two Mark II Gundams that you stole, or rather that Camille stole. Give us them back, yes. and also give Camille back. Here's this letter." <laughs> I haven't read it. I'm sure it's perfectly normal uh, terms of negotiation. Yeah, normal letter, and she hands it over to porn star Abraham Lincoln. Not a normal letter. It's not normal. It, uh, as it turns out, if they don't return Camille and the two Mark II Gundams, uh, Camille's parents will be killed. Yep, and that's Uh-oh. why they called them up to the Titan space base, because uh, it's, it's a double reverse hostages. Yeah, they mention as the Titans are flying up to the Argama, they mention they have this, like, capsule with them, and they think it's like, oh, this is like the bomb in the capsule that they're going to blow up the Argama if they don't do the negotiations. Yeah, quite important. Yeah. Like, um, earlier there was a scene of, like, the Titans doing planning, and I think fucking, what's his face, Basque? Mr. Mr. Potato Head. Um, <laughs> yes, Basque. Was like, hey, so you've all got, I've, I've given you all envelopes with your orders, don't open your orders until, like, we're out there. So, like, everyone has a thing that they're supposed to do, but, like, no one else knows. It's, it's all, it's kind of, it's just fucky. Um... I I believe there's literal lines where someone asks about the capsule and asks if it's a bomb, and then somebody else says, sure, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're just like, yeah, it's definitely a bomb. Just looking directly into the camera. Um, Yeah, so, like, no one, like, goes and tells Camille that his parents are being, like, ransomed for him, but he kind of hears about it eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, like, he, he, some soldier on there at Gama is like, like, he says it to Camille, because I guess he doesn't recognize him. He's like, oh, they captured the kid's parents for ransom. Yeah, hey, and do you he know who take Camille well. is? They've got that guy's parents. Um. <laughs> and Camille says, oh, thank you, I'll tell him. And he turns around and screams. <laughs> ah! um, at, at some point, actually, I think, because this is interspersed with, like, Camille's out in the ship. Meanwhile, the, like, uh, sexy California space hunks are, like, discussing shit on the bridge. And I think it's them mm-hmm. that say the line describing like the titans as people whose souls have been weighed down by earth's gravity yeah oh, just, that line is so sick it's just a it's line here. i wrote down yeah just, the the themes you know. the themes are present now <laughs> I, I love jojo part six yeah 
it's it's good. I love that everyone hates Earth so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Camille is here to do direct action. Mm-hmm. By directly getting in the Mark II Gundam again, no one can stop this kid. When this kid wants to get into a Gundam, he is an unstoppable force. He, uh, we know he can run so fast, nobody can catch him. King of <laughs> yeah. Praxis. King of running. <laughs> so He gets in the Mark II. He gets II. in the Mark II. He Naruto runs out into space. I don't know how he's doing it because there's no gravity, but somehow he Naruto runs out into space. Um... Because there's a capsule there. <sighs> and there's a capsule. He's using his big space eyes and he like sees he's in the capsule. Yeah. There's a person in the capsule. Um yeah. yeah. And meanwhile, Jared's out here and he's he opens up his little letter and it says, Oh, if they try to take the capsule, blow it up. And he's like, Oh, it's definitely a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm gonna blow this bomb up. Um I also think there's like there's like a previous scene uh with the space hunks. Uh, where they're like looking out the window of the the Argonaut, I I'm gonna call it that, and they're like, "There's a person in there, but we can't quite tell who it is. Maybe we can get the kid up to like tell us who's in that capsule." Meanwhile, the kid is already at the capsule. Is like, "Oh shit, that's me, mum." <laughs> yeah, I, I I like how so this scene also when they're on the bridge, Emma's there the whole time, and she's like equally shocked and appalled at the note that everyone on the Argama is. Yeah. She's like, the cops it, wouldn't do that. The cops exist to protect and serve. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like Emma's sort of getting a little bit of a test of faith yeah, right now. Emma's taking her first steps towards radicalization and I'm very proud of her. Baby steps. Baby, st- <laughs> baby steps. So meanwhile, Camille makes it to the capsule and he, like his mom is in there. His mom's in there having a bad time, like, banging on the the glass, like, you know, saying something. You can't hear it, obviously. Yeah. And good old, good old Jared, our favorite character in the show. (laughs) He's like, oh, well, he's going for the capsule, so I might as well just shoot it. He's like, oh, hey, hey, when (sighs) when I blow up this bomb, it'll definitely blow up the robot with it. So he fucking shoots it. It's like, yeah, it, it, it goes, it, like, shatters, and his mom is just like just like dies floating into space and jared's like huh that didn't blow up how strange and meanwhile so and 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 then by the way before like as this happens as camille flies up to it he says something he's like this always happens like why does things like this always happen i guess like about his mom yeah i for, like for... I, I didn't really know how to interpret that line okay so very cl- very it's very clear in the dub actually because he's just like he he's not like He's actually, like, doesn't want to see his mom. Like, you know, remember from, like, the start of the show where he's just, like, running away from his mom and his mom is like, Camille, uh-huh. come back here. My son, who will not stop running. Um, and he's just like, oh my... He's like, oh my god, mom. Like, I came all the way into space and you just, you followed me into space. Like, why okay. do you always follow me everywhere? Like, it's kind of that vibe. Right, um, okay. Well, I tell you what, she won't be following him anymore. <laughs> um... It's okay because you know it's a great follow up to this terrible scene where Camille sees his mother get va- you know shot and sent to the vacuum of space with a beautiful uh, array of shattered glass. Uh, uh-huh. Following it up with just the catchiest pop tune of all time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like even the final shot is Camille like about to go sicko mode, tears in his eyes, and then boom, credits roll. Yeah. We see Fa and Haro running along. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've got I've written down. Oh, oh man, that guy's fucking dead. Um, <laughs> oh my god, Camille is going to like get his ass afterwards. Like if he if he like punched someone in the face for misgendering him, like this guy's dead. Like Camille is going to commit a murder. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
it's and like I support him and, and for once I support him and I, I think he'll I, I'm sure it'll work out fine for everyone involved one thing when I when I realize like this episode ends on the cliffhanger and as we as usual we're only doing three episodes so we don't get to resolve this I thought back to how in 0079 basically like watching three episodes at a time everything gets resolved pretty well like we don't re- we didn't really end any episode on a big cliffhanger like this and now very first episode of Zeta we have to wait a week to find out like what happens after his mom gets killed in front of him <laughs> it's good it's a good show it's good it, I like it, it. turns out it's good. <laughs> So, first impressions on Zeta, um, yeah, I'm um, gonna give this one a certified thumbs up. Like, yeah, my first impressions are definitely, like, as well as, like, adding lines from budget, they also added a fuck ton of, like, intricacies, and I'm very, I, like, I am genuinely very overwhelmed by it, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping, Colin, can you, can you answer me the question, like, does do, do the amount of like characters and complications like increase exponentially, or do we kind of like settle into them and get to learn them? Um, they they do. Things are going to get more complicated, but it's just the start of Zeta is just really really fast to just get straight into it. Um, you know there will be more quiet moments after this, and you'll you know you'll get to know people a little bit better. You'll see characters interact. Um, like uh. Like, the cast on the Argama isn't going to increase all that much more. Um, there, You know, the the villain cast will, will increase a little bit. And I think that's that's where, like, things are really going to... Uh, re- you'll get more explanations. Things will make more sense. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these things that kind of, like, you know, the whole Green Noah thing being confusing mm-hmm. is probably because we're never going back there. That's that's gone. It's in the rear view. We're going to better greener noah's and uh yeah rice. <laughs> healthier noah's noah's haven't been punched in the face by a fucking potato vegan noah's, vegan noah's. <laughs> cool yeah i like i feel like it's a good start if you definitely like sort of compartmentalize a lot of it and like hand wave it away momentarily and be like okay this is a lot of confusing stuff like I understand the main sort of conflict that they're setting up, but also I do want to come back and answer why are they here and what all of this, but it's a good start. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm I'm excited. Do you have a dump truck ass to tell us about? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, sure. So I today, today is just like a little uh, trivia uh, bits. I, I looked up some stuff on the production of Zeta and the Gundam Mark II, uh, just like, you know, as a nice start. Because I had like a big, I had a big poke, I had a big Pokemon battle to prepare for beforehand, so I didn't have enough time to get like a real segment going. I'll do maybe Beyond Tune World next week. Anyway, so the the, the first sort of trivia I got today um, is about Tomino making Zeta. This is directly from Wikipedia. Tomino crammed his frustrations into Zeta Gundam. He created the anime with the idea of telling viewers, "Hey, watch my new Gundam, youngsters. Why are you not so lively like them in Z?" <laughs> He has mixed feelings about Zeta Gundam. He did not like it, the series, and he believes it should have ended the... Yeah, he believes he should have ended the story in the first TV series. However, at the same time, he noted that thanks to Zeta, the franchise became more popular. So, and and I said this in the the wrap-up episode, too. Like, I would have been happy with Gundam if it had just ended at 0079. Yeah. I like that there's more expanding the world. Like, it could have ended then, but I appreciate more of it, especially since apparently Zeta's just, like goes ham <laughs> yeah Tomino sounds like the biggest fucking mood ever where you make a thing and it's like amazing and you're like mm, i don't really like it <laughs> and you just immediately get sick of it yeah you're like i don't want i never want to see this again like I, you don't, don't watch yeah. this it's not that good <laughs> all right Tomino. yeah um yeah 
Uh, next I have, so so this is uh, about theme song, because Bandai didn't originally have rights to the theme song outside of Asia, which is, I believe, Colin, that's why you didn't hear the theme song of Zeta until like two years ago or so. Yeah. <laughs> they they altered the opening and closing sequences using like tracks from the actual show. Uh, and the English subtitles were criticized as inaccurate and appeared to be based on the script for the English dub rather than a direct translation. I don't know about y'all, but I hate when that happens, when the subtitles don't quite match up with what they're saying. It, it just like makes me feel like I'm going crazy. As in like, like you know when when because I and I I did the because the way I watched 0079 was that like I had the English dub on and then I sometimes had the subtitles for the Japanese just because I wanted to mm-hmm. compare them and like they were very very different because like the you know the dub was more like adapted and was just like a good translation whereas the subtitles were like saying what they were saying in the Japanese which are the same thing but different. If you know yeah. what I mean, yeah, that's just yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's like a very good example of it because it's just like I, ugh, I cannot deal with that. Yeah, and like I was kind of gonna do that for these ones, but like it was just bothering me too much, so I turned it off. Um, so that's what I don't know what the Argonaut is called. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. We'll hammer it into your brain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there are definitely um, there's one specific thing that I I can think of, but there are definitely some instances where some of the translation is kind of questionable and confusing um but we'll 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 get to it when we get to like it like <laughs> dubwise or subwise uh subwise uh-huh. that uh uh you know uh, certain things uh get said that's just kind of like really makes you think about like okay well what's the context of this why are they saying that and it pretty it, i don't think it makes it into the dub at all so colin do you okay. know because the 79 dub was done like a million years after it came out um, is was the Zeta dub similar or? Um, these I don't know when Zeta was dubbed. Um, it might have. It was probably around the same time, just because I don't think anything Gundam was localized until they brought Wing over, uh-huh. and then that's where everything kind of went from there. Uh huh. Uh huh. It, it's it's good you brought that up, Colin, because my <laughs> next little bit of trivia here um, is about Gundam Mark Two. So, the Mark II appeared years before the official North American release of Z Gundam on the talk show Late Night with Conan O'Brien in a commercial bumper. What? <laughs> featured, featured on an episode originally aired on September 30th, 1998, the quote-unquote Conan Mark II was formed from a Mark II model kit altered with O'Brien's face and a cartoon-like head on the shield as typical of late-night bumpers of the period. Look. Zeta Gundam was not officially released in the North American market by Bandai until 2004. <laughs> late-night graphical designer Pierre Bernard is a self-stated anime enthusiast, though if he specifically created the Conan Mark II bumper, has not been confirmed by any official resource. So I'm going to paste a photo. Oh my god, um, I'm so scared. Brace, your, brace yourselves, it's a little scary. Uh, this is the Conan Mark II. Ooh, that is a good-looking mobile suit. <laughs> it is it, so it's a Mark II, but with the colors of the original Gundam, like the chest. The, the chest area is blue. Um, the the hands are painted flesh-colored. It has Conan O'Brien's face in the helmet. The shield has like blue with white stars on it, and a little cartoon Conan face on it. It's very very troubling. I think the expression that. Uh, the Conan Mark II's face is making is the emotion that I'm feeling looking at this. Yeah, yeah. It, it's oh, okay. It's okay. Yeah, I've discovered it's that gone I have now. the power Don't to delete messages in this Discord. <laughs> it, it, it's gone. It, Conan Mark II can't hurt you anymore. I do not see it. <laughs> my final bit of trivia. This is this is little synthesis of my interests about cars. The the concept car. Oh, are you found a Suzu. Oh, I love I love Mater. I love Lightning McQueen. Um, 
I can't name another character from Cars <laughs> the movie, but the concept car of the Isuzu VX2 is inspired by the RX-178 Gundam Mark II as concept design arts released in the January-February 1998 uh, as seen in issue number 71 of the magazine Axis published in Japan. So, and this is a little bit, like, tenuous. Mm. It's like, okay, you can sort of see it, so I'm just going to post some photos of this concept car, the Isuzu VX2. Um, as in, as in this car, this vehicle is based on the the RX-78 to Gundam? Yeah, which is, so I... There is an okay. image of um, there there was an image of like like a scan of the document with like this like sketches of it with the Gundam Mark II next to it. Um, it's like I I don't know if I see it personally. Like maybe in like that big port, the sort of exhaust area on the back of it looks similar to the chest ports yeah. on the robot. I mean, like, I, personally speaking, as a designer, like. Sometimes you just take a vibe and you roll with it and it's like not actually looking similar but you're just kind of trying to take that vibe and like I can see the vibe. Yeah, it's it's, it's like I'm sh- I'm <laughs> it's, it's it's the same color as the gun. That's yeah. all we got. I I but, really want to know what that bump on the roof of the car is cuz that's weird. Yeah, here. I was Yeah, so it, it's pr- you know, when you see that in cars, that's just that's you know uh, downforce effects. That's just basically to keep the car as planted as possible, so you can corner faster, co- yeah, corner tighter and faster. But like on an SUV, which is what this concept is, you don't need it. Is the thing <laughs> you're not gonna be you're not gonna be taking a corner at 100 miles an hour in an SUV. So I don't know why Gundam doesn't really have any sort of like bent up flaps on it, on it either. So. I, I, I just like the idea that they like wanted to vaguely base it on a robot and just had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. I mean, cars are basically robots anyway these days, so... <laughs> they are. I would I would definitely argue that. Um, but that's my trivia for today. We just got got some fun things. We, we had Unfortunately, we did have to see um, Conan Mark II, but that's just the <laughs> price that's just the price to pay for content. I've never Conan seen Conan Mark II? Yeah. Uh, truly the villain that Zeta Gundam deserves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Conan's gonna show up in episode four, like kill Jared, and then he's yeah, the main bad Bask, guy. Bask, on. retire, bitch. Conan is here, and he's got the stupid little <laughs> Eggman goggles. You know, Jared and Conan kind of have similar hairdos. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Late night with Jared Mesa. Late night with Jared Mesa. He's a real messer. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. podcast. Hey, you. That's podcast. Uh, so now is the time when we uh, do our plugs. So, Sarah. Where can we find you on the internet? What do you want to shout uh, out? Yeah, you can find me on the internet everywhere at Sarah Mook Costumes. I do another show, which is called Never Believe It. You can go to narutohead.band to find that. Uh, I also, Colin, you are a, 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 occasionally T-posing in the background of that show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so just, uh, do, 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 do you want to take the next one? Uh, yeah, um, I'm Colin. You can find me on most social media at Pagetish. That's P-A-D-G-E-T-T-I-S-H. Um, I theoretically have another podcast called Small, Small Walk Podcast. Haven't really put an episode out in a while, though. Who knows if uh, that's, you know, it's fine. It's a fun little jaunt. I've got, there, there are some episodes up there if you want to listen to them. Uh, I go for a walk and I call somebody on the phone and that's it. That's the show. <laughs> I personally love going for walks. Not only because it's what I do for a living when I walk dogs, but it's also my girlfriend just gave me her old Fitbit, so now I can gamify my walks and see number go up as I walk. 
I will say whenever I go on a walk, my wife does call it the does ask me if I'm going for walkies. Um, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> going for walkies. Yeah, uh, and I am Max. And you can find me on Twitter at MaxiBajillion. You can find one of my other shows, Pot of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp at Twitter, Pot of Greed Cast. Uh, Sarah's on that one. I thought I'd leave it to you, yeah. Yeah. And you can find my other show, Slappers Only, a video game music showdown podcast, where me and my friend Jordan pick a game, pick our pick pick our favorite tracks of the game, and we, we put them head-to-head and find out what the best one is officially. The latest one was Metal Gear Solid 3. Uh, you can find that on Twitter at Slappers Only Pod. And you can find this show and many, many more at the Noise Space Network. You go to noisespace.xyz. You can find a treasure trove of content that will last you from now until the heat death of the universe. It's podcasting, baby. We will accelerate our content production until we have filled up the universe with nothing but podcasts. And that's how we become new types. That's how we become new types. You just got to start podcasting a lot. Podcast become new type. Hmm. Uh... That'll do it for us. Um, oh, wait, hold on. No, I forgot to do a bit, though. I forgot to do one thing. Uh-huh. We need to do the Robot of the Week. Max, do you have a Robot of the Week? I forgot. Oh, you're asking me. Oh, how yes, nice. Um, <laughs> my Robot of the Week. Let me just look around my room. My Robot of the Week is... Okay. Um, For my birthday, one of my friends got me this, like, sort of discovery channel it's a pseudo model kit it's like a little like a little walking spider mech well all really all you really do is put batteries in it and snap the thing together but it like crawls around like Hang crazy on, you said spider mech so that implies there's a spider inside it piloting it no it has eight legs it's not pilotable that i know of listen we've we've all seen spider-verse we know there's a spider in there controlling it yeah like that's true you don't know how robots work well actually you probably do know a bit more how robots work but you don't know that they don't just work by spiders piloting them you know that's true like everyone knows that we do swallow eight spiders a year in our sleep and the other ones that we don't swallow go on to become gundam pilots yeah Yeah. well the ones that we do swallow become people pilots that's yeah that's true (laughs) If if you don't swallow <laughs> enough spiders in your sleep, you become you become sluggish and tired all the time because you There's don't no have enough things piloting. controlling you. Yeah, it all makes sense. <laughs> if you're if you're spider free, not for me. Uh huh. So uh, what's your robot of the week? <laughs> where are we? <laughs> yeah, it, we're, we're 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 Gundam times. Yeah. Um. So now I think we've we've gone through all of our content. We're floating in space. We're hanging out in the Argama with Quattro and two Abraham Lincoln's. <laughs> so. As we're resting, as we recuperate, as we sit perfectly still in a quiet room for an entire week until we join the recording studio again. In the words of our ancestors, war is bad. Wow. Cool robot. Yeah.